What's up, Pod Squad? <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. I wanted to do that with a straight face. So that any first time listeners. Could you imagine being a first time listener to a podcast? And you're like, hmm, well, insanely chill. I wonder what this is all about. This kind of looks cool. Got a little cool logo there. Intriguing title. I'm intrigued. Why don't we check it out? And then you listen to the first episode. And he starts with, what's up, Pod Squad? I would just immediately turn that shit off. Absolutely not. Pod Squad is... What? That is unacceptable. That is an unacceptable term. Pod Squad. Oh, God. Oh. I feel Pod Squad. I'm just... Gagging just saying it. Anyways, uh, what's up, Pod Fam? Welcome back to (laughs) Insanely Chill. This is episode 30 A.K.A. Squirty 30, baby. We did it. We fucking made it. And I'm I'm squirting for joy right now. Oh, yeah. I'm squirting straight happy juice out. I'm pumped. We made it this far, guys. Episode 30. Technically, it's been a few more than 30, but, uh, you know, with the weekend editions. But this is the 30th episode that I've sat down alone with my phallic-looking microphone and just chatted with you, you know? And I'm getting a call soon. The figures, right? As soon as I start this thing, I'd get a call. Just, you know, it's tough being in demand. You know, it's tough being wanted. A lot of meetings, you know, and a lot of people want to, you know, chirp my ear off about business-related things. Hollywood, you know? Anyways, welcome back. Squirty 30. Um, This is the 30th episode, and I'm very excited about that. Thank you if you stuck with me through the thick and the thin. I, I can't believe we made it. 30 episodes. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice there's something there's something a little bit different about me. And uh, that is I have brown hair again. I Yep, I did it. I went back to brune. I'm a brune now. Um, if you don't know who, or if you haven't seen me on YouTube or Instagram or anything like that, if, you're, if you just listen to my podcast, which I, am, I would actually be kind of surprised if that were the case, if any of you like found my podcast, like organically, like just like through the charts and just listen to my podcast and that's the only way you know me, then let me know. I'm actually seriously curious about that because I would, I would assume everyone's coming from YouTube or, you know, whatever you've seen me on Instagram or I don't know something. I'm all over the place, right? I'm, I am Hollywood. That's why I got people c- fucking calling me at all hours, you know? Business calls. It's like I can't even... My fucking agents, <laughs> they won't stop calling me, you know? I'm kidding. I wish that were the case. Anyways, if you do, yeah, if you just listen to my podcast and that's it, let me know. And if you if that is the case, then you won't know this, but I, I bleached my hair. Well, actually, I've talked about this. But anyways, I bleached my hair about two months ago. And today I finally had it. Finally had it with the roots, and I was just, I was just fucking done. It just started to look like, started to look like someone glued macaroni onto my head, but like longer, you know, what's a longer form of, you know, there's like macaroni noodles that are a little bit longer, not quite linguine or spaghetti, but just like a penne, you know, but really thin. <laughs> like in, in some of my newest videos, my sides were completely dark because I, you know, cut the sides and then I just had this just gross yellow strings. It looked like, you know, you know, at LACMA, the museum in LA where you go and you can, you can just like wander through those 
yellow like rubber strings. You've probably seen it in like a movie or something. It's a bunch of rubber yellow strings hanging from the roof and you can go in and get lost in them. That was on my head. That it just looked like I went in, went to LACMA and snipped those off and just fucking super glued them to my brain. I just looked bad and I was sick of it and I didn't want to go back to blonde. I didn't realize how much fucking work this shit was. When I did it, I was like, oh, it'd be a funny joke and we'll just go do it and we'll go, you know, it'd be crazy, right? It'd be a zany thing to do. But it was, it was pretty zany. But then I did it and everyone's like, well, you got to make sure to get the purple shampoo so your shit doesn't turn, you know, dude, make sure you get that or else your shit's going to turn yellow. And I was like, oh, well, I, I didn't realize I already spent so much money dyeing my hair. Now, what, I got to buy this fucking purple shampoo on top of it? And I did. It was 40 bucks, whatever. And then people were like, well, yeah, your roots are going to start coming in. So you got to, you know, deal with that. You got to get redone. And then it totally kills your hair and it starts fucking breaking off and shit like that. It's just been an absolute nightmare. And if you're wondering if blondes have more fun, I would say, I don't know. I don't have a definitive answer to that question. So my research was for nothing at this point. Um, I would say I had fun. While I was a blonde, but it's also because everyone knew I was previously a brunette. They could tell, you know, so as soon as you come in, they're like, oh, what's up, blondie? And, you know, thinking that's funny because you used to be a brunette. I don't know. Anyways, it just uh, I, I had fun. It was a fun while it lasted, but I was ready to go back to brunette. So I made this fucking appointment this morning and I went in. And uh, I'm like, I want this color. I showed him a picture of my old hair color. He's like, yep, I can definitely do that. And I was like, how long will it take? Because I, um, I'm i supposed to check out this office space. This is something I'll talk about after this. But I was like, I'm supposed to check out this office space in an hour. Can this be done in like half an hour, 45 minutes? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. We'll be here for like at least an hour. At the most, an hour and a half. And so I was like, okay, perfect. I pushed it back. Um, I pushed the meeting back an hour and then I'm sitting there and he like does the base layer or whatever. And then I got to wash it off and then he's got to like tone it and then I got to wash it off. And then he like did some fucking highlights or something. I don't know. I was just kind of like, just do your thing, make it look natural. And he was like, for sure. It took three hours, three hours to do this, to get my hair back to where it used to be. Three hours. I sat in the fucking chair for three hours, just like with the cape on. Oh my God, it's so it's just boring. I didn't realize it would take that fucking long. Is that normal? I mean, he did a great job. I think it looks cool, but three hours? Do, is, that, is that normal? Do you guys do that when you go get your hair? I mean, I guess like if I were to get it re-highlighted or whatever, it wouldn't take that long. I guess it was just like going from, you know, blonde to Brown, totally opposite colors, takes a while. I don't know. But it didn't take that long to go blonde. And it was a fuck ton of money, too. A lot. But the guy did a good job. So, um, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna shout him out because <laughs> is it bad to only shout people out when they do shit for you for free? <laughs> Isn't that what it's about? Like, I exchanged money for this service. So, shouting them out would be would be going way above and beyond what I paid for. And I already overpaid, I feel like. So I'm not going to shout them out. <laughs> I'm such a fucking dick. No, it's like Via Dolce Salon or something in, in Marina Del Rey. 
if you want your if you want to go from blonde to brunette, go to them, I guess. I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking about this because I'm fucking boring myself. So what's up? Um, I wanted to start this episode. Actually, I wanted to start this episode by um just like shouting out a random Patreon subscriber. And this is mostly a ploy to just get more people to contribute, you know? And I'm not gonna pretend that it isn't. Um, let's see, how can I how can I shout someone else? Oh, the last one. Um, Trinity Showalter. She contributed $10, and I appreciate that very much. Thank you. That's insanely chill of you to do. Um, it's cool, man, when people when people contribute, obviously. I just said that. So, again, just a ploy for more of you to do that. <laughs> no, the reason why I actually want, that, want this to happen, and uh, Noelle and I have been talking about possibly leasing an office, Right now, I, you know, I do everything here in my living room. If you watch it on YouTube, you know what it looks like. You know, I have the, now that I have the weekend edition, I'm having people over here on the weekend and it's good. I mean, that's what it's about, right? This podcast is supposed to be insanely chill. It's supposed to be way too chill. So people, co- it, it goes with the theme. You know, people come over and we just chill on my kitchen table and we talk shit and whatever. And this is what I've, I've been doing for the past, however long, six months, um, for the past squirty 30 weeks. Um, so no, I mean, that's good, right? But I kind of want to make, I want, and then I film my videos here as well, right? I film my videos sitting right here or in my room um, and there's a bunch of gear everywhere. And so I thought it'd be cool potentially to have like a creative space, a dedicated creative space that I could go whenever I need to and film a video or record a podcast or I mean, my thoughts are is that I'll set up a little podcast studio in there and then, you know, it's a little bit more official just in terms of like having guests on. Like then I wouldn't be embarrassed to hit up, you know, I guess like more like high profile people or something, right? Like even people that aren't even really my friends, I wouldn't, I would like to just be able to DM someone and be like, hey, do you want to do my podcast and see... You know, if they say yes or whatever, and if they do, then it's, it's you know, it's I think it's cool to have like, a, like I said, like a little dedicated studio they can come to instead of just like, hey, show up at my, here, like, you know, just here's my address. It's my place. You want some fucking tequila while we do this thing? But maybe that would, maybe that would take away from it. I don't know. I don't think it would. But I also want to basically be able to shoot videos there. I want to put up cool art. Like I want, you know. I I know a lot of artists, or I guess like I like promoting like um, new artists, and so I have like you know a bunch of badwood art up in my thing. I have uh, some art by this guy called Cliche, who's a really good artist. I think out of Toronto or something. But I love like displaying up and coming artists' art, and I think like that's what I would want would want to do in this like creative space. It's like put up art and shoot videos in front of it, and just like have a space where we can go just be like fucking be creative and get out of my house. You know, a lot of times when I'm editing now, it's like in the middle of editing, I'll be like, well, you know, I do, I should be doing this video. I should be editing, but you know, I could also go and make a fucking peanut butter sandwich and and eat it. Whereas in an office, it's like, there's no peanut butter to be found. Even if I wanted a peanut butter sandwich, I'd be fucked. And then I just have to edit or I have to write or do whatever. I think it will make me more, a little bit more productive. So me and Noel talked about potentially splitting one. We were looking around for an office, and it's it's. And I'll tell you, it's not cheap. <laughs> it's not fucking cheap, and so uh, that's why I'm kind of encouraging the Patreon thing because I think that would really help supplement it. I need. I mean, ideally, I'd love like 
two grand a month that I could spend on an office that I could like, I mean, that, that we could get like a, a really, really cool one. And we could like, just like make it our own, you know? So, and I think we're at like 700 and 700 and something dollars on Patreon. So, uh, thank you if you've contributed. I don't want to talk about this too much, but that's my, that's my little goal for the next few months along with, uh, creating, creating an actual live show with Noel, which, uh, we're also working on. My agent is getting back to me on like venues basically. So there's some stuff in the works. You feel me? Um, let's see. Weird thing that happened at the hairdresser. He gave, he kept giving me head massages, <laughs> which like seems normal, right? When you go pay that much for a haircut or you go to a salon, it's a normal thing for people to give you a head massage, right? I've had it done to me at plenty of different places, but while it was happening, I was like, "Is this normal? <laughs> Should this be a thing that they do?" Like, that's like, that's, I mean, it's weird. You're not paying for that at all. Like, they're, they're doing a service to your hair. They're coloring it. They're cutting it. None, none of that implies, oh, like, we should also, like, give you chills. <laughs> it, it'd be kind of the same thing as, like, a clothing store employee, like, being like, do you want to try the shirt on? You're like, sure. And you come out and you're like, how does it look? And they're like, good. Do you want a back scratch? <laughs> it's fucking weird. That's a little thought. That's a little thought that I had little thought again i like it dude having your head scratch is like the dopest feeling in the entire fucking world it's better than sex it's not but it's a close second it is it definitely is a close second asmr is a close third kidding just kidding of course uh so that's a quirky little thought i had when i was at the hairdresser um let's see what else do we want to talk about i um so as you know, I was in, uh, what day did I get? I, get, I guess I got back from Barcelona on Friday. I flew back, um, which was an 11 hour flight. I stayed awake for the whole fucking thing because, so when you're heading to Barcelona, I think a lot of the flights are at night because they're supposed to be overnight for you. And then I think you land like in the afternoon, the next day, it's in order, it's in order, in order to make your jet lag, not that bad, I think, because then you, you've slept and then you do the day and then you try to sleep again, right? Coming back, it's the opposite. So you're supposed to stay awake. The flights are in the daytime. They're like, you know, they get sun the whole way. So you're supposed to stay awake the whole flight, I think, and then you land and it's about 6.30 p.m. So then you stay up till 10 or whatever, fall asleep, and that's supposed to combat your jet lag a little bit, right? So I stayed up the whole 11-hour flight, which is not what I usually do on these long-ass flights. I usually just try and pass the fuck out and just forget that I'm doing it. But um, I uh, I watched three movies. Three movies. I played a shit ton of Candy Crush. I read. You can do so much in 11 hours. It's insane. I edited a bunch of that Croatia video. I did that on the plane. My most recent video that I posted. You can do so much in 11 hours. I watched three fucking movies. That's so many movies. That is three more movies than I've watched in the past two months combined. Definitely. I watched, the first one I watched was La La Land, which I've seen before. And I don't even know why I chose it. I think I loved it so much the first time I I saw it that even though there was an ample selection of movies other than that one, I chose that one because I was like, yeah, I'm watching this again. And I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it again. That movie is so 
emotional, dude. By the end, I was straight up weeping. You ever cried on a plane? Have you? You ever cried on a plane? Tell me honestly. Have you ever cried on a plane? It's not, it's not not embarrassing. I'll tell you that. Especially when you're sitting beside two like fully grown males. Um, a lot bigger than me too. These two guys, very like just burly dudes sitting beside me. And I'm fucking crying as Emma Stone, you know, and Ryan Gosling are like having that look at the end of the movie, you know, where they're like, oh, what could have been? I'm just weeping, dude. And I'm not even like, they're not even coming. The tears aren't even coming down my face. They're just squirting straight out of my face, straight out into the TV, straight out of my face. That's how hard I was bawling. It's so emotional, dude. That movie. Oh, man, it hits me just, it hits me right in the tear ducts. It's like I just smelled a bunch of wasabi. And I'm just squirting tears, spraying tears out into the, into the TV. Such a good movie. You got to see La La Land if you haven't already seen it. Seriously, but, uh, you know, bring, don't, don't go on a date. Don't see it on a date if you're a dude, you know. You don't want to be the dude squirting tears straight out of his eyes. Here's a story. I uh, I actually I went on a date to uh, straight out of Compton when that movie first came out. Took a girl to that movie, and uh, a very cute girl. We had, we were hitting it off, and uh, the part happens where this is a little spoiler alert for Straight Outta Compton. If you haven't seen it, then just you know press the fast forward button. You know, 30 seconds or whatever you can do that with the podcast app. Just fast forward 30 seconds. I'm sure you all do that to my podcast anyways. <laughs> Give you just a second. All right. Anyways, when Dr. Dre's son dies, right? I'm like, when Snape kills Dumbledore? <laughs> when Dr. Dre's son dies, I, I started fucking crying. I did. I started crying. And I was crying so much that my contact got all fucked up. So then I started rubbing my eye like this to try to get my contact not fucked up. And the girl looks over at me. She's like, oh, you're crying. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I was, I'm not crying. It's, it's my contacts all fucked up. Um, and I can't get it back. And she was like, well, okay. What, you're too manly to cry? Is that what it is? You're too manly to cry, huh? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not too manly to cry. I was just crying before. I'm just saying this is a different thing. I was crying. I was crying before this. Now this is a whole different thing. I'm touching my eye because of a separate thing, right? It's my contact. But I was crying. You know what I mean? I'm not not too manly to cry. I cry all the time. I fucking cry. I was crying just now. But this is a whole different thing. I'm not putting my finger on the eye because, you know. And she's like, oh, what? You have to. Oh, so now you're lying. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you are too manly to cry, huh? Are you lying to me? You can just, you can just say it. If you don't, if you, if you, if you don't have enough emotion, if you don't think this is sad, then you can just say it. I'm like, no, no, I was fucking crying. What, ha- what's happening here? I was crying, and now I'm not, and now my contact is, and now. <sighs> Anyways, I didn't get a second date. No, I'm kidding. I did. That didn't really happen to that extent. It did happen, and it was a very funny exchange. I thought because it was like. The, the discrepancy, I was like, no, I, I was crying, and she was like, oh, what, now, now you're like, whatever, it just was funny. So the second movie I watched was I Am Legend. Do you guys seen this fucking movie? It's, it's so good. And of course, I've seen it before, but I came across it on the list, and I was like, hmm, it's a funny, funny movie to have here, isn't it? You would never really think, 
Like you, you would if you scroll by it on the iTunes menu, you wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, that's a movie I'm definitely gonna watch again." It's more like, "Oh, I remember that movie from a long time ago, right?" Will Smith. I think it was good. So that's the thought. I was like, "Well, maybe I'll try it. Watch it again. So good, dude. It's a classic, man. It's it's definitely an absolute Will Smith. What a dude. What an absolute man. Just an absolute man in that movie. He's great, and just in general, dude. Great." Um, he's the only, he's like the only person in that movie for like almost the whole thing. And you're never like sick of him. You're never like, ah, you know, hopefully there's another character coming soon. It's always kind of like, I want to see what Will Smith's going to do in this situation. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Cause he's like the last dude on earth basically in this movie. And you're like, I don't care. I don't need anyone else. Will's my leading man. See whatever the fuck he's going to do. Let's see him shoot some zombies. Let's see it. And the last movie I watched was Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Another great movie. I've seen it before again, but you know what? I was just going through some classics. And it's a great movie. The best thing about that movie, if you haven't seen it, is the soundtrack is unreal. It's all set like, you know, way in the past, you know, like I in the 30s, 40s, I don't know. Um, and so the music should like it's funny because they play like dubstep and stuff as like the, the um, soundtrack like when they're partying and stuff like that which is awesome it's such a weird like just juxtaposition but it's it's a really cool has a really cool effect I think uh, so on my flight back another thing that happened so I finished those three movies right I'm sitting there there was this like super like I guess like, I'm gonna describe him as a goober a goober flight attendant like he was just like way too like talkative and like you know, he was like cracking jokes to everyone. And it's like at a certain point, that's nice to a certain point to have someone that's happy and enjoying their job and isn't a complete dick. Right. I would way rather someone be overly optimistic and funny than be a complete dick. But then to a certain point, you're like, all right, just do your fucking job. You know, I don't want to talk to you every time you come over here. Just take the garbage or whatever. And, you know, and. He comes over, and uh, I was wearing shorts, so all my tattoos are showing. He comes over, he's like, oh, man. And, like, if you don't know this, again, if you're just listening to my podcast and you don't know anything about me, I have I have two skulls tattooed, one on my right thigh and one on my left thigh, and I got them completely separate. I honestly don't really know why I have two. It's a little bit redundant. Probably, probably was just good with the first one, you know? Probably... Uh, Crossed that one off, and then I didn't need to get a second one, but I guess I wanted to reiterate. So I got a second skull on my left thigh. And so he looked at both, and he was like, he was like, oh, man, you must love skulls. And I was like, yep. And he was like, oh, I hate them. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I hate them. I hate them. He's like, I could, I, could, I could be covered in tattoos, and those would be the last tattoos I would ever get. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck kind of thing is that to say to someone? What? Like, I realize, I get it. It was my choice to get these done. But at this point, at this moment in time, I can't go back. You know? So for you to say that, that's absurd. Hey, dude, I hate those two things that are permanently on your body. I hate hate those. Never, ever in a million years get those. I can't believe you got those. I get when friends say that shit. If I, I, I like that my friends tell, give me honest opinions on this shit. 
I take it with a grain of salt because I have my own style and they have their own style, but it's like, I appreciate an honest opinion, but a flight attendant, like, I don't know you, dude. How the fuck, why are you going to tell me you have, I have awful tattoos. You have bad teeth. You don't see me fucking saying that shit, except for now publicly on a podcast where thousands of people are going to hear that. It's ridiculous. Fucking absurd. Hey, dude. Sick tattoo. And and the the worst part was there was a dude sitting two rows behind me that had a face full of tattoos. And he didn't say shit to him. He didn't go, hey, dude. And they were bad, too. Bad face tattoos. Like, oh, man. Like, his face was covered in these things. Dude looks scary as fuck. Long hair, face full of tattoos. I didn't hear the flight attendant go up to him and be like, yo, dude. Oh, I hate those tattoos. Ew, ew. No, no. He would never say that to that dude. But my fucking leg skulls. He probably didn't say that because like a guy full of face tattoos. I mean, that's not the kind of guy you want to insult. I don't think. If you don't care about your look that much, you don't care probably about the way someone else looks after you beat the shit out of them for insulting your face tattoos. <sighs> Anyways, I thought that was absurd. And then I get off the fucking flight and I I get in my Uber and the Uber driver pulls up and she goes, she looks back and she, she, she goes, where are you headed? And whatever, gave her the, or no, she was uh, dealing with her GPS, right? So she like swipes to start the GPS and her phone was being super slow. And she was like, ah, it's not working. She was like, I'm so sorry. I'm on a conference call. And I was like, oh, no. You're on a conference call? So basically now I'm on a conference call too. Right? You're going to spend this whole Uber drive just on your fucking conference? I feel like that's fair. I feel like I should be able to ask at that moment in time when she said, oh, sorry, I'm on a conference call. And the moment I realized that I'm going to have to listen to her, one side of her conversation for the whole Uber drive, I think at that point I'm, I'm allowed to ask for the dial-in number and I'm allowed to join the conference as well, I think. I think that's fair. Because I don't want to hear just the one side. I don't want to hear just say rant. Like she goes, at one point she goes, she was like, she would be quiet for a long time and then all of a sudden she would pipe up and she'd go, so are we going to have some sort of raffle uh, with some, some sort of surprise prize? which I realized, surprise, prize, I guess just a surprise. She said, it's some kind of surprise, right? We're going to have a raffle. And then it goes quiet again. And I was like, at this point, I was like, what kind of event is she organizing? And then she goes, about five minutes later, she goes, yeah, I'd say probably just some sort of paper towel or like a wet nap. And I was like, "What what the fuck are you talking about? What could she possibly be organizing right now? Some sort of, uh, some sort of fucking paper towel competition where I don't know. But I wanted to dial in, you know? It's so fucked up when you hear one side of that conversation. I'm going to start doing that, though, to, like, the Greenpeace people on the streets. You know, like, that does away with the clipboards and, like, hey, uh, do you want to save some children today? And then you're like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not today. I'm too busy. I got to go get some pizza. <laughs> those people, you know, you never want to talk to those people. And so people will always, like, hold their phone up to their ear and pretend like they're on a conversation. I'm going to do that, but just, like, say the weirdest shit when I walk by. You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just covered in jizz. Like, <laughs> as I'm walking by them. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I got to cut this one off early today. Unfortunately, my apartment is getting fucking fumigated. So I got to bag all this shit up and 
I was, uh, I had a, I had a, if I, if I, if this hair dye didn't take three fucking hours, I would have been able to do a longer episode, but I'm recording this late because I didn't realize this would take so long and I had a whole bunch of other shit planned today. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad. Hopefully, hopefully you like the weekend edition with Noel. I thought that was a really good episode and, uh, we're definitely going to continue doing those. So, um, but I thought I would check in with you guys anyways. Make sure you're good. Thank you for sticking with me for Squirty 30. Again, uh, donate to my Patreon if, if you're contribute. I hate saying donate because it makes me feel like a fucking charity. Um, contribute if you like my content and if you like the podcast. I really want to do this studio thing and I want to get it built out. And, and I think it would make it better for you and for me and for everything. So um, contribute if you got a couple bucks. Anything helps. And uh, go ahead and rate this on iTunes. I was going to read some of the podcast reviews today uh, for this episode, but I don't have enough time. So for the next episode... I'm going to uh, read some reviews. So if you wanted me to read yours, then leave a review. I think we're at like 850 or something, which is dope. And uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, guys, at Cody Co. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry, this is a short episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.